Kenye said, Harriet Tubman never actually freed the slaves. She just sent them to work for other white people. I, uh, up until yesterday, I had never heard of this person, Harriet Tubman. But that's a text that's been sent to me by someone. And I'm just guessing that she's a freedom fighter. Well, actually, I've heard a little bit about her since. Uh, I've heard about her, her existence. And I, uh, from what I gather, what did she do? Um, did she rescue some people from slavery? And did she then pass them on to other white people uh, so that they could... Um, so they could become indentured labourers instead. Out of the frying pan into the fire to a certain extent. Um, okay, so they got their identity back, but they might have ended up in a, a more crap situation. Yeah. Uh, on one level, more enslaved. You know, they got their identity back, so they're not owned by anyone, and that's good. Tick for that one. Um, but, you know, they may have been, a they, some of them may have been house slaves before with a great big beautiful feather bed and all that sort of stuff. Maybe not, you know, but at least relative comfort in a mansion and all that sort of stuff, you know. You might have been a, um, a maid or something and freshly, you know, bath every day or something. I don't know. And in a very deep and meaningful affair with your master. You know, you may have been in love with your master and all that sort of stuff. And Harriet Tubman comes along and says, I am going to free you. Oh, but I love him. I love my master, you know. And I've already had three children with him. I love him. And she really does. And Harriet Tubman says, you're coming with me. <laughs> I'm rescuing you. And I'm taking you to Canada. Yeah. I'm going to free you. I'm going to miss my... I love him. Yeah. All that sort of stuff. Yeah, I think she's one of those. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, Kanye West. And now, now I think she's a hero, from what I can tell, um, because she freed the slaves. Okay. Because, you know, slavery and indentured labour are two different things. Okay. So, my correspondent here says, I think on a technicality, which he was pressing, he was right. You know, Kanye West was right. That she wasn't such an angel. Quite possibly. You know, it reminds me of the Irish. You know, if you wouldn't go and... Uh, you know, you might be an 18-year-old bloke or something, you know, and, um, the, uh, and the IRA comes along and comes around and says, I want you to go and firebomb the cop station and uh, make sure you kill that bloody cop that we hate, you know? And then, and then the Irish, little Irish Catholic boys said, oh, I don't want to do that. They said, why not? Yeah, my sister's in love with that policeman. They want to get married. They're going to elope. Firebomb the station. Yeah. And... Um, Oh, no, I don't want to. You know, baseball bat, well, cricket bat. No, well. Uh, what's that game they play in Ireland? Uh, you know, it's like violent lacrosse. Whatever that is, that stick. Bang, bang. 
both kneecaps broken, you know, in 1905, and you'll never walk again because the surgery's not there for that one. You know, you've been kneecapped. You know, maybe Harriet Tubman was one of those freedom fighters. But I don't really know, but that's just on the little I've heard. Um, and then, um, and then uh, someone else goes and kills that cop, that English cop, or soldier. It would have been a soldier then. You know, even more recently, it would have been soldier. And um, and then this bloke's got no kneecaps left. You know, he's he's about he's only about three and a half foot tall now because he's got to walk around on his stumps. And um, and his sister's crying. Another love gone wrong. I think on a technicality, which he was pressing, he mo he was right, and I was and I and I replied, I would say so, and so was Scomo when he said, "We don't have a history of slavery here in Oz," which I think is true. You know, I think it's true. Now this episode's going to get on to now, but what do we feel is true? Two different truths. Because uh, I, I need to get in touch with feelings. Because feelings are a property of the universe. You know, when um, when uh, my, what my brother calls the spaghetti monster or whatever it is, uh, made the universe, he poured space and time and matter and energy in there, but he also um, poured other things that we can't measure into it. He definitely did, in the kind of Descartes sense. Um, he poured imagination in there because we do have myths. There is cold, hard, historical evidence of myths. So myths are real. And myths are, um, you know, are a dollop of feeling, along with maybe a dollop of fact. You know, all that sort of stuff. But love is real. Real is love. Love is feeling. You know, and all that sort of stuff feelings are real so i need to get on board with them they are a truth there is truth to them they were poured into the universe and i have to think about that so i've said here um and and, and my correspondent here has said that even though it's an uncomfortable thing to say out loud in public at the moment black lives matter and everything especially if you're a black man like kanye west is um even though it's an uncomfortable thing, uh, it's true. And yet, um, if people feel that she was wonderful, Harriet Tubman, that's real too. And it's a truth. It's a feeling truth. You know, whereas Kanye is probably talking about a, a, a more scientific truth. That she did put the gun to people's heads <laughs> and say... You will, you will be freed, or I will shoot you. Yeah? You agree to be freed, or you die. All right, that sort of thing. And, and then I've said, and so was ScoMo correct when he said, we don't have a history of slavery here in Oz. Uh, but then, you know, here's where, here comes my education. But increasingly, I'm starting to think I should value what people feel is correct more than what is correct. Now, that doesn't make sense, really, but I know what I'm talking about. Uh, not more than. We need both. Okay. And then I've written, 
that blackbirding, uh, what I'm talking about is the Pacific Island blackbirding thing that happened up in Queensland in the late 1800s through to the early 1900s. That blackbirding sure did feel like slavery, even though it wasn't. So it's wrong to mention that it wasn't slavery. Unless, of course, you're in history class at school. You know, in which case it wasn't slavery, obviously. You know. And then my correspondent has said, agreed. And then I've sort of pushed the point. In there, in the history class, you would have to say it wasn't slavery and, and articulate why. Well, if, if you, you know, unless you're going to change the definition in the dictionary of the word slavery, right? Yeah, because, you know, if you were a Pacific Islander in Queensland, the boss didn't own your identity. Um, in the same way that if you, you know, were, you know, if you were on a um, sugar plantation in Queensland, you were still, you could still be a proud Vanuatu guy or whatever with your own identity. And if you had a child, that child was still yours. Yeah, so the master didn't own your soul. Whereas if, and you, but you can be still brutalised and wish you were a house slave over in America. You can still be brutalised and with no hope of getting back to Vanuatu and all that sort of stuff. Um, so it's, you're actually in a worse situation than a house slave over in America and you might sit there thinking, I wish I was a house slave over in America because even though my soul would be owned then and if I had a child, the child could be just sold off and would carry my master's name and not mine and all that sort of stuff. See, that's the downside to slavery compared to indentured labour uh, because you've got a master instead of a boss. With indentured labour, you've got a boss. And, and um, But, you know, you could still be wishing, I wish I was a house slave in America. That would be better than this on the sugar on the sugar plantations all day long. I'd rather be on the cotton fields in the south of America, the south of the north of America. Um, yeah, and, and, and that would be the that would be the subject matter of your essay. In there, you know, in your history essay, you would have to say why it wasn't slavery in Australia and articulate why. The sane world, I've then added, just for fun, probably only truly ends if your history teacher fails you for that essay, at that point the world must laugh inwardly and then revert to making smart-ass YouTube clips and have a ball doing that. It's the Galileo method. You go to a party and your family, and I'm not talking about my family, you know, for example, are all saying, listen, sweetheart, we had slavery in Australia, and that is a fact. Now, what I'm going to get at in this episode is that it is a fact that we had slavery in Australia, if you feel that we did. Okay. Uh, but it's a different type of fact. It's a different type of truth. Okay, so we did have slavery in Australia as a feeling truth, uh, but we didn't have slavery as an intellectual truth. Okay, and, and I'm... You know, I'm making a distinction there, which I don't normally do. You know, I say there's only one type of fact, you know, an intellectual fact. Okay. But now I'm, I'm broadening my horizons here, and, and, and I'm saying there are, there are other types of truth and other types of fact. You know, and not only that, legitimate types of truth and legitimate types of fact, like, you know, 
if you feel that you're that you as a white man are superior uh, you know, like than to black men then that is a truth you know because you you feel it you know arguably see these feeling truths can be very dangerous too um, I think um, uh, yeah that's what happened with Europeans they got a technological and scientific jump on the rest of the world and started to feel um, or assume uh, that you know even using their intellects that that this meant that they were superior and it was a tricky one that one because all the evidence pointed to that at the time because they didn't have dna back then and you know so they oh i suppose you know that was a double truth really that they were superior uh, see and that um oh, and they felt that they were superior and the evidence suggested they were superior and there was no evidence to suggest otherwise and blah 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 but the feeling side of things can get out of hand there's another type of truth the truth you want to believe you know we all know that one i won't even bother talking about that one here but that, that's actually a very legitimate truth that was poured into the world too you know and that, that ability by humans to ha hold in their head as truth the um that which they need or want to be true that is a kind of truth i might not like it but it was poured into the universe as another property of the universe you've got all these properties of the universe that have been poured into the universe by the spaghetti monster or whoever you know, you've got space time matter energy um this truth that truth the other truth and another truth you know feeling truth intellectual truth whatever um what i want to believe is true truth and all that sort of thing imagination dreams you know if i meet someone in a dream that person was real um just as much as someone i met in the street this morning was real you know those two guys were both real the people i met i talked to both of them one was in my dreams and one was physically real but dreams were poured into the universe and why do we rate a physical person higher in the reality stakes than a dream person they've both been poured into the universe now all arguably an illusion and all that sort of stuff but you know if something's poured into the universe it's real it's just different types of real you know that whole thing okay um for example oh yeah what did i say there just a second i love what i say if you, it's the Galileo method. You go to a party and your family, for example, are all saying, listen, sweetheart, we had, you know, imagine it's a bit of a leftist family, all right? We had slavery in Australia, and that is a fact. Ask around, and you'll see I'm right. Millions of experts, uh, very few, if any, named, uh, agree with me. And then I've written, actually, no, it's more like, listen, darling. That's how you attack. Listen, honey. <laughs> yeah, that's a way of. That's a way of attacking. Okay. 
and, 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 and you can put some patience in there too. Listen, <laughs> darling, <laughs> listen, you're wrong. <laughs> All right. And to that, you know, if you're at that party with your family, your job is to agree. But then, you know, Galileo method, to walk out of there and make a podcast that respects the fact that that, that wrong thing was felt so strongly by someone else in your family. Yeah, and yeah, you've got to respect that. This is this is the this is where I'm getting to in my education. You have to respect it. The fact that someone feels that something's true. Yeah, because there's a truth in that as well. Um, that can be used for great good and great evil, that other truth, that feeling truth. You know, you could have a mass murderer as a grandfather and just hide it from your kids and not even be able to admit it to yourself. And not, not, you can't handle it, you don't want it, so you feel that he was a good man as well, you know. Not just growing old. That's a song by uh, Angelina Jolie's uncle, actually. Yeah. He's a good man as well, you know. I saw him once in New York, actually New York many times. <laughs> I forget his name, Angelina Jolie's uncle. Uh, all the names he mentioned in that song might be a racist song, you know, because all the names were clearly white blokes. <laughs> They could mad. Yeah, they could have been good old boys. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, and after you leave your family, and then you make a podcast that respects the fact that wrong that that wrong thing was felt so strongly, and also the blackbirding was actually worse than slavery in many individual cases, and then make it clear that nevertheless it wasn't slavery. You know. And, uh, and my auntie was wrong <laughs> on one level, but she was right on another level. All right. Because, you know, maybe uh, truth is a democracy. And if enough people believe it to be true, then it's true. You know, like if the bubonic plague was sent by God in the middle medieval ages, we know now, intellectually, that it wasn't. What if you feel that it was sent by God? Well, you can make that work. Yeah. All right. It's a fact that God sent coronavirus on this occasion. Ask around. What did I say? Um, ask around and you'll see I'm right. Millions of experts, very few if any named, agree with me. The, the current coronavirus was sent by God um, as part of his wrath you know, because we have turned away from his, his, his way. All right. Anyway, so I suggest do that, make a podcast, but not in such a way as you're pouring scorn on the person who felt it to be true. Yes, because that's valid, the feeling that it's true. You know, because um, what I'm getting at there, oh yeah, because if they felt it was true, then it was on one level. The intellectual level is not the only level where truth lies. I'm starting to evolve to think, and I mean that. You know, I discussed this in my Adam Goods episode. Adam Goods said on the BBC that Terra Nullius was a declaration that indigenous people were flora and fauna. And yet that clearly was not the case. Because in the early colony, 
killing an Aborigine was murder and you could hang for it. You know, and it wasn't the case anyway. You know. They weren't declared flora and fauna. Um, there was a, yeah, oh, there was a famous poster by Governor Macquarie and the poster said, you know, this was justice in the early colony. What, did you want it to be like 21st century justice? I don't think so. Um, and there was a, you know, it was done in pictures for anyone who was too stupid to read the words. Yeah, Irish people, for example. But um, there was a picture of a colonist um, shooting an Indigenous person and then, then the colonist getting hung. And then there was a picture under that on the same poster of an Indigenous person spearing a uh, colonist, right? And then the Indigenous person getting hung for that. You know, so that's, that seems to be justice, you know, but it's a white man's law. So it's maybe not justice, but you get what I'm saying. Even though there's holes in that approach by Governor Macquarie imposing his law on Indigenous people, um, even though there's holes in that, ethically or whatever, um, it's still the case that Governor Macquarie considered Indigenous people humans on that level. And I think Captain Cook did and all sorts of people. I think everyone knew they were humans. There would have been a few people who didn't, who thought they were savages. But then again, you know, would you have known that Indigenous people were the same species as you had you landed here in 1788? And if so, how would you have known that? You know, because we didn't have DNA yet. Like, we know that now. But how would you have known that they were the same species as us? I'm curious to know how you would know that back then. And if you wouldn't have known that, and you would have uh, perhaps guessed that they were a different species, quite likely, uh, that would be more rational, I think. Yeah. Indigenous people certainly thought white people might have been a different species than themselves. They thought they were ghosts sometimes. It's quite rational. You know, for, you know, it would have been irrational to automatically assume that they were humans in the same way that we were humans, I think. You know, I think um, we didn't have DNA. You know. It's all very well for you to be smarter than Captain Cook. You know, because if you were back in Captain Cook's time, you would have been a lot dumber than him. And if he was in your time, he would have been a lot smarter than you. And I'm talking to you, Charlie. Right, I'm Charlie. Um, okay, because back in the early colony, killing an Aborigine was murder and you could hang for it. Whereas people smiled if you picked a flower. See, that means you're not flora. And they laughed happily when you shot a roo. Yeah, that's fauna ticked off. Yeah, so Indigenous people weren't flora and fauna. And there's a whole lot of other reasons why it was pretty clear that um, uh, Europeans considered Indigenous people humans and not flora and fauna. See, technically, Adam Goods is wrong there. Um, by and large, there would have been a few people, of course. But um, Goodsy was just saying it as a blanket statement. You know, We were considered by um, Australia you know, and what went before it as flora and fauna, but there was never any such declaration. And I don't think that was in the heads of the founding bastards. You know, All right. Okay. However, I said, and here's my education. I got what Goods was getting at. The effect of terra nullius, you know, and all that, and racism and all that sort of thing, was that Indigenous people felt 
no higher than animals. That's a truth too. A feeling truth. And I mean that. It is a truth. Australia did have slavery of a sort. Small less slavery, we did. You know, we can't feel that we're better than um, Americans. Um, and we did treat Indigenous people as flora and fauna, and we can't really hide behind the technicality that Indigenous people, for example, were never slaves here in Australia, even though that's true. And we can't hide behind the fact that Pacific Islanders were never slaves here in Australia, even though that was true. As a feeling truth, you know, those people were slaves to the system somehow. You know, Marx argues that I'm a slave uh, to my system. It's a long story. Okay. And I said to myself, I should watch the Goods movie. Not to learn something intellectually about colonisation here, but to learn something feeling. It's a whole new reality I've been exploring lately. Well, we already know that whole reality. You know, we've all got John Lennon's music. Love is real. We know. You know, it's not a whole new reality I'm learning about. It's a whole new reality I'm accepting as legitimate. It's a different thing. A whole new truth. You know, but I already knew about true love. There's a hundred songs about that. So I know that, you know, feelings are, are, are a truth. But it's me actually accepting that as a legitimate truth right up there alongside intellectual truth uh, and it's oh and it's an extremely dangerous form of truth of course that goes without saying it produces not only reconcili reconciliation with indigenous peoples but it also produces things like the crusades and 9-11 i wrote yeah and i didn't write it here but yeah and also white supremacy and all that sort of stuff. And, and you can have lots of things that aren't technically true, logically true. Uh, the one I was thinking about before was um, the horrendous Paul McCartney song, Ebony and Ivory. Yeah. That song makes me vomit yeah, on an intellectual level. Ebony and Ivory. Ebony and Ivory, you know. Live together in perfect harmony. Wait. Yeah. Oh, just a second. All right. Oh, where is this? Okay. Ebony and Ivory live together in perfect harmony. So, um, so, um, here's a black key and a white key. That's beautiful. What is that? That's an E flat against an E. So technically, Paul McCartney is wrong there when he's singing along with Ebony and Ivory with um, Stevie Wonder. Ebony and Ivory live together in perfect harmony. Uh, because sometimes they don't, because, like I did. You know, but sometimes they do. You know, even if you fluff the chord. <laughs> ah, it did there. So sometimes it doesn't, sometimes it doesn't. Um, so Ebony and Ivory live together in perfect harmony on the keyboard. Sometimes and sometimes they don't, just like humans. So it's a terrible song. The metaphor falls apart straight away. 
you know, uh, hey, this is so good, Ebony and Ivy, you know, perfect harmony, uh, side by side on my piano, uh, why don't we, you know, oh, we all know that people are the same wherever you go. There is good and bad in everyone. Well, that's not the point. There's a lot more bad in some people. There's good and bad in Hitler. But it's, the, it's how bad? It's how much bad? Yeah, a lot of bad. So, you know, that doesn't make any sense. You know, what, what's this song mean? It means nothing. That's why you, intellectually uh, makes no sense. But when you listen to it, there's a feeling truth in it. You sort of think, you can hear that song and say, oh yeah, we could make it work. We could make it work. Ebony and Ivory, that's right. Live together in perfect harmony. Yeah. But if you thought about it, it's not true. But if you feel it, you know, I think most people listen to that song and don't even question it. You know? And we all know that people are the same wherever you go. There are good and bad in everybody, they are the, in everyone. You know, that makes sense. On a feeling level, you know, I know what you're getting at, Paul. You know, but the intellectual side of you says, well, it's not about that. It's about the fact that some people are 99.9% .9 evil. And, um, you know, that's your issue. You know, so we can't all hold hands. You've got to watch out for that guy. He'll holocaust you. You know, so don't, don't keep singing that Ebony and Ivory song because you could get yourself killed. You know, it's not going to work doesn't make any sense all you need in love is love you know that doesn't make sense you know so you've got to be careful like that but it's a feeling truth that song ebony and ivory but it's not a, a logical truth number but it still deserves a place in the world just not on my playlist yeah um actually stevie wonder you know like if you really analyze that song um you you might say you know Stevie Wonder and Paul McCartney, you know might, you, they should have written words like this you know, Ebony and Ivory. No, they shouldn't have written that. You know, I'm really rich and so is Stevie. You know, and we live together in perfect harmony, and our garden is arranged in perfect harmony. Mine is and so is his. You know, so. You know, if we all want to be happy, like Stevie and me, we, then we should all be rich. So why don't you get yourself a mansion, Ebony? No, yeah, be Ebony, be rich Ebony, like Stevie, and be rich white bloke like me, you know. And then we could all be very happy. So Stevie and me, we're very happy because we've both got a mansion. So why don't you get one, two... Yeah, I should have written a song like that. That would have been good.